You're tuning in with your host, Jesse Elliott, to Old Soul in a Young World. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. We're here to chop it up about the reality of life of being an old soul. Come in and find yourself. Internal wealth. Tune in to Old Soul in a Young World. Old Soul Young World. Old Souls, Young Souls in all my damn souls in between. Welcome back to another week of Old Soul in the Young World with your host, Jesse Elliott. Hey. hey, guys, it is lit in the studio today. We have two very special guests who work together and work individually. We have SK the Great, a producer from the Boston area, and we have a rapper from the Boston area, Shiz Capo. What's going on, guys? What's, What's up, poppin'? Man. Thank you for having us. Yes! How are you guys feeling today? Great, great. Good. Hey. Feeling good. Feeling good. You guys want to fill your cups? Yeah, sure. Let's Why do not? It. All right. Get some <laughs> Let's champagne. Get into it. Let's get it poppin'. We're about to crack it open, guys. We're going to get into how these two men in the Boston area became motivated into producing, rapping, and music in general, and what they're doing now with a lot of fire music that's been dropping over the last couple years and a new project coming out soon. Um, Sean, I'll kind of let you take it away. So, like, what are you as a producer? When did you get into producing? Who are you? Where are you from? All right, hold on. Before we do that, cheers. Cheers, yeah, cheers, 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 cheers. And let me throw a drop. So who am I? Producing-wise, or say it again, say the question again, I'm sorry. Yeah, as a producer, like, who are you? Where are you from? When did you get into producing? So... I'm from Peabody, Mass. Hey, just shout like you. Out. Just like you. The place um, that nobody knows on the North Shore. That's Peabody. right. We're gonna change that. <laughs> We're gonna change that. Um, but uh, I've been doing it for about six years. Started taking it serious about like two to three years ago. Dope. Um, man, it's uh, and it's funny because I started rapping, as you know. Yes. I I realized that my face and my <laughs> voice are not the best for rapping. <laughs> So, He's like, they just did not add up. No, no, they, they didn't, didn't match. They didn't add up. I had the ear, but the the voice and the face, no, I didn't have. Yeah. So I understood that, and I kind of stepped away from that and started trying to find another piece of what I like to do, mm -hmm. music. And production just came natural. Um, some tough times, but it, it, it turned out, you know, I love it now. I can't. Yeah. Can't wish for anything else, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Hey. That's fire. And, you know, Capo, uh, how did you get into music in general or, you know, rapping, however you started into yeah, like, the scene? Every time I hear that question, it's, like, kind of confusing for me because <laughs> I always loved music since okay. I was, like, a kid. You know, I grew up listening to, like, my brothers, they listened to, like, hip-hop. My mom, she listened to, like, Haitian music. And my cousins and sisters, they listened to, like, reggae music. So I had all different types of music around me growing up. So I just always loved music. But I didn't start rapping until I got to college in 20, 20 what, 15? Okay. But I, actually, I, I lied. I didn't start rapping until 2017. Gotcha. I started taking it more serious around like 2018 yeah. and stuff like that. Did you start writing? I guess this is a question for both of you, maybe. Did you guys start writing before you started rapping? Like, was that the initial love or was it more? No, Capo said no. He's no. shaking his head. Oh, Capo, you, you don't have to talk into the mic. Oh, I don't? No, no, oh, you nah. can just sit up. You can be comfortable. <laughs> I, yeah. start at all. I, I, I started freestyling over like old beats and stuff like that. 
Okay. And that was just pretty much my process. Okay, got you, got yeah. you. But for myself, when I was rapping, you really want to know the story? I want to know, Sean. The story isn't that wait, great. Wait, wait, can I just say, let me just give a, a go, behind the scenes. Go, go for it. Me and SK, the great, because he's the greatest and I'm the greatest. We went to okay, high school hey. together, so we've been knowing yeah. each other from back in the day. Um, so yes. our story goes way back. They go way back. Yeah, bro. so I seen SK before he was doing anything. It was, you know me. You yeah, know, yeah, you know. It was funny. Yeah. You got SK was like before the music and the no. I'll tell you what SK was like. I'll give you the down low. Don't that. worry. Yeah. Yeah, off record, because I still be finding out. <laughs> um, I used to freestyle. I used to go to the uh, shout out to the Blue Room. That's how hey. I. That's how I started rapping. Is um, Seti, Frankie, um, and uh, I, that's how I started understanding how to rap and finding my flow. And uh, from that point, I started writing. Now, when I realized that my freestyles were better than my writing, it was kind of hard because I had a lot of ideas in my head. And it's kind of hard to put that down when you're not as good as a writer yeah. as much as you are as being able to spit off top of the dome. Definitely. So It's a different art form. Yeah, it's a yeah. different art. But when I, was, when I was making records, I was definitely writing. It was hard because freestyling was and, – and when I started, freestyling was a waste of time for the engineer. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get a great product out of it. Back then, you weren't going to get a great product out if you weren't prepared. Mm -hmm. it. Nowadays, it's – Games 360. You can make a hit record just freestyling. Yeah. And it doesn't have to make sense. Facts. You know facts. what I mean? It's very true. But, but there's an artistry in it where you actually can actually make something amazing with that concept, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? So exactly. He, and he's, he's gotten so much better with what he's been doing. Yeah. Um, when I met him, he was freestyling. But he started writing and writing just it's it's when you start getting into your writing habit and how you really start writing and what you're trying to feel. Mm hmm. It's crazy. The stories start telling yeah. It yeah. itself, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's the facts. And uh, that's something actually that I want to highlight about you, Capo, is that all of your music that I've listened to from um, the album that you dropped in 2019, uh, Live Full, Die Empty, mm -hmm. um, up to 2021, Aim Different, mm -hmm. um, all of your songs consistently are very lyrical. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of emotion, passion um, that you put behind it. It's not just talk shit type rap right. which you, is kind of different from what you hear nowadays and both are great mm -hmm. you know it's not to say one's better than the other yeah. um so you know from your end like when i said writing you were kind of like no nah, but like i feel right. like you are a writer i'm definitely a writer 100 like i started off freestyling but like as i got like more into the music and i want to grow and elevate and i'm yeah. listening to like other rappers now like in the game i'm just like to get my stuff to that level i gotta put the pen behind the pad you feel me and really nice. like work Facts. So that was it. And um, so, I mean, for everyone listening in who doesn't know you guys, doesn't know SK the Great, doesn't know Shiz Capo, um, how did you guys meet? <laughs> I can tell the story. When did that happen? So, so I, we've told this story a couple times, but I'll give you exclusive. So, oh, exclusive. Excuse ex me. Exclusive. Okay, you heard how, it here how, first. How it really went down was is I was DJing a set for a rap group at the time okay. at uh, Brighton Hall Music. Mm -hmm. Brighton Music, Music Hall, Hall yeah. uh, excuse me. And from there, I was doing my set, and he was on like two acts after me or after me. Um, and when he got on stage, I was using my ear, which is what you're supposed to do as a producer. And I was like, damn, I got some stuff for him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This was like three years ago. Yeah. I, like, I got some stuff for him. I think he could really kill. I got his information once he got off the, st off the stage. From there, we linked. I sent him songs, and it was like, it wasn't the same than what he was doing beforehand. Yeah. And my production was just helping him grow as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then one song turned to two songs, two songs turned to three songs, four songs turned to eight songs. And we're like, 
we should just do a project. Hey, like we we should we should we should do something because I think um, I know this is getting out of your question, but I think that when we got together, it was making sense for our careers, mm-hmm. and also it's helping us push the envelope of what we can do. You Thanks. know what I mean? Yeah. So these last three years, I've just been like night and day compared to you know where we were back then. Yeah. yeah. When I first um, linked up with SK. At first, I thought I was like, you know, producers coming to me all the time, be like, yo, I got yeah. beats for you. There. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Like, send an email. Mm-hmm. And he actually sent that email. We did that first record, which was hard. I put it on my other project. Mm-hmm. And then we just worked again. And then he was like, yo, let's do a project. Yeah. And even first, when I when he told me, let's do the project, I was like, yeah, whatever. Okay, cool, <laughs> let's do it. But I'm not really taking it serious at first. He'd probably tell you that too. Like, I was probably like, it's hard to trust people in you the know? music and, or any industry because people say things and then they don't follow up with their actions. Exactly. So when someone follows up, it's like, oh, shit, you're for yeah. real? Like, okay, he, let's he work. He was booking the sessions. Yeah. Every single session that we did for that project, he booked. You feel me? Like, he was putting everything into it and, like, yeah. really putting his time. And, like, so it's, if somebody's giving me that effort, I own that same exact effort back. You feel definitely, me? So definitely. we just locked in. And once yeah. I'm here and somebody's meeting me at that same level. Yeah. So you were doing beat production at the time? Correct. So that's what, so you were sending him beats that he could work on. Correct. Um, Mm -hmm. So I guess maybe to both of you, but maybe more to you, Capo, but what was, what was it about the beat Sean was making or the vibe that you felt that made you want to go on those beats or that changed like, I don't know, the music for you? It's going to sound simple, but it was just different from all the other beats that I was getting. Yeah. I wanted to like, I don't know. I kind of wanted to like really mold myself into an artist and like really have a certain type of sound to myself. Uh-huh. And in that, in that same sense, like I really don't have a sound. That's what makes me kind of me. Yeah. But his beats were just different. I knew that I could add something to his beats and this beat could add something to my vocals and the yeah. whole song in general. So it was Max. just that like yeah. the beats were different, like the sounds were different that he was using at the time. The style complements the lyricism. Exactly. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. And it's dope when you can when you find a partner and you guys can connect and be like, OK, we can really make something out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And with that, though, as you guys know, I'm sure comes consistency and effort and time. Um, and I'm sure like even when you start working with people, it's like the trust factor and getting past that, because in today's you know day and age, as we know, it's like doggy dog, like who's better competitive? Like I don't want like nobody wants to, you know, be teamwork. Like it's all one for one, right. um, you know. How do you guys feel like working as a team? Because I feel like before this, at least for Sean, I feel like you've been working kind of as an individual artist. Yeah. Um, Capo, I feel like it's from stuff I've seen, you've kind mm-hmm. of been individual artists with features along yeah, the way. Yeah. Um, do you guys like working uh, team production? Yeah. It's, we, it's, and shout out to our engineer, Dan, his engineer. I came really close with him. Dan um, DeFraze. Hey, shout he out Dan. Goat, Dan the man. He, he, uh, <laughs> he helped, he helped boy. bring our vision to life through okay. the mixing and helped us like get closer and, and understand what we're good at, what we're not good at, how we can be better. Yeah. And that's part of the team. We've never been about I, 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 you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, I think when we started this, my goal was to have us both on the same plateau and obviously elevate both of our games so we can both make it. Facts. You know what I mean? I think what we have is good enough to show the area that we're from that we're not, you know, we're not something to pass over. Yeah. You know, in the sense of what we have coming late April was no pass. So it's, it's the same concept where it's like, you know what I mean? Like we're giving you, we're giving you a taste of something, but don't come back. 
when yeah. you when you want something from us because we know how how fire this is. You know what I mean? Facts, facts. Many meanings. Another meaning of no past that I, the way I think about it is like <clears throat> all the lame people that you got in your life who trying to bring you down or just doing weird stuff around you. Like they don't get no past no more. You feel right, me? Right. Like if I'm pouring into you and you're not pouring back into me, you don't get a pass no more. Facts. I'm not reaching. You know. Right. We don't accept. Like I feel like it's like we don't accept that energy anymore. Um, there's this, gonna I'm not going to be able to quote the name of the song, but it's like my, pri I think it's Pusha T, Diet Coke. Like my price isn't the same today as it was yesterday. That's, like, that's, you uh, know, Fat Joe. what'd you say? That's Fat Joe. Is it Fat Joe? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. But it's that like, I think he um, feed, uh, cut a sample of it on his song. Yeah, it was from his, um, this, this happened. I'll, I'll give you the backstory of how that happened. I think it was from the locks in the deep set okay. uh, thing and how Jadakiss destroyed everybody. He was just saying, like, his price today is not the same as yesterday's price. Yeah. Obviously, meaning that, you know, what he just showed is it's, it's going to be completely different. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, his, his skill, everything, like, you're going to have to pay now. You're going to have to step up your sure. game to try to get to where we want to get to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, like, the same concept of what you were just saying. Right. You know, what Fat Joe was saying is that we know, like, right now this is where it is. But come time, the next year or a couple months, it's not going to be the same. Facts. You know what I mean? And that's all it's about. And it's like being better every day. You yeah, know what absolutely. I'm saying? Like if if you did something today that you didn't do yesterday, you're already winning. Yeah, like so course. it's just keeping on that path of like how do you keep going forward? Um and like for both of you, I guess this can go to finding your style as a producer, mm -hmm. as a rapper, as an artist. Like, how was that process for you guys? Did you feel like there was a struggle to like, this is what I am, or you're still on the way to figuring out what your style is? Or like, will it always kind of be changing? It's I, you, I think personally, you always elevate every time you, you get better at your craft. Facts. So I, you know, with, art, with artists that you hear, if they're elevating their game, they're changing how they're doing things. Mm. Um, you're learning new styles. You're learning new cadences for the rapping aspect. Yeah. Production-wise, you're learning how to play a different instrument. You're learning how to use a different sound. Yeah. Um, and at first, I was, yeah, I was just like every other person doing trap music and making the same sounds. And when you start getting deep into diving into sonics and how you really want them to play, uh, I started figuring out my little techniques, my little things. And also... You know, um, shout out to John Glass. Uh, shout out John Glass. He, uh, he, I was uh, interning him f with him for a couple of years and he literally put me under his wing and I saw how to always not put yourself in the box. Mm. Always be able to be ready at any moment. Always keep yourself prepared. Yeah. Um, and from just watching him, his grind, his struggle, his hustle, you know what I'm saying? Excuse me. And I was just, I was never content with where I was. You know what yeah. I mean? Never staying in the same spot. Always trying to learn a different thing. Because you only can elevate as yourself if you keep learning. If you stop thinking you can, you learned everything, you're not there. You know what I mean? And that's what he showed me is that there's always room for improvement. There's always stuff you can learn. There's never a day. You could be 60 years old and you can learn something new. Facts. We're lifelong learners. <laughs> oh, I'm so true. glad that you said that, Sean. You know I brought I mean? that up in so many of my shows. Uh, it's 100% true. It is. Yeah. It's, you, you, you'll never stop learning. You yeah. know what I mean? There's always something you can learn that's going to help and benefit you with your career or with what you're doing in life. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so for that aspect and that gem of life that I received from him that he showed me, I took it and ran with it. And yeah. I've never looked back. You know what I mean? It's it's a blessing to have people around you that support you, that see where you are and and see what you can do and hear the rough 
roughness of what you're trying to get to. Yeah. And they take it and they try to help you, you know, mold and be better at what you're doing. And I think that's another aspect. I'm getting off topic, but I think it's another aspect of having a right team around you. Yeah. Having people that support you and not just be yes people. Facts. You know sometimes I mean? you it's necessary to say no sometimes, you yes, know, exactly for the business. Exactly. Like you can't always say yes. No, and and business is, is hard to get into something that you love because then you gotta take the emotion out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And and I think that's the tough part that I've learned recently is that not to get too emotional with the business aspect because it's just business. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it is what it is at the business aspect, but I think what I've learned is you do something you love, the money will come with it. Yeah can't do it for the money because the money won't it won't happen you know, that it won't yeah. happen that way no. like money doesn't drive love you feel me no. opposite so um and you know kappa how about you like with your style and and how you're transitioning your art maybe from let's say when you dropped your first album to the album you're about to drop with sk what has been like your struggle or dynamic change has been crazy it's been so different when i first my, when i dropped my first album or my first project I think I was like mostly rapping, I would say. Like okay. mostly like just rapping. I was still doing other different stuff like yeah. little bit little I was putting a little bit in it, but yeah. it was just mostly rapping. I would say like now it's like everything. Mm. Everything you could think of I'm doing. Like I learned cadences through working with like different artists and I learned how to really like track out my vocals and stuff like that with my engineer. Yeah. Like a whole bunch of new stuff that goes into it. I'm learning like I'm producing as well with my my producers and the engineer so it's like a whole bunch of stuff is being added into it That's to cool. the type of artist i am now so nice nice i'm just learning and a lot leveling up yeah mm -hmm. we always got to level up and anyone listening in like if you have been struggling if you are an artist if you are a producer a musician a rapper who's trying to build your brand or yourself just remember levels are always steps you don't get to the next step unless you step on the first step you feel me like we can only stretch ourselves so far it takes time to get there it's always a process um in you know sk and uh capo both are representations of it being a process and us finding our way you know to get to the end goal sometimes we don't even know what the end goal looks like yeah. but we know that there's something there right. you know yeah um and you know for for both of you i guess inspiration wise like what pushes you to know that something is there even when it's not able to be seen like how do, what makes you guys want to keep doing this every day when you wake up it's just the love of the music mm. that's it i just love music it's just part of my life. It's how I release my emotions, how I cope with my feelings. It's just the love of the music. Like, I don't know what else I'd be doing if I wasn't, like, doing music, for sure. Me, personally, um, same thing, love the music. I've always loved music. But back to what I was saying before is the people surround me. <laughs> you're, not a, you're only as good as the people that surround yourself. And I'm so thankful to have people in my corner like Melks, Tiba, Thomas Forbes, uh, Eddie Random, a vinyl villain, um, John Glass. These are huge names in the North Shore area. Yeah. If y'all haven't heard them, make sure you check out every person that Sean is dropping right now. And there's, a, there's, there's a lot more. There's tons more the that, this, that I'm missing, but they've helped me grow who I am to be today. Yeah. Without them, I probably wouldn't be on the show. Straight up, would I not be that. on the show. Um, and it's tough love, learning how to, how, to, how to take falls and get back up. But... You know, if someone sees the vision and someone sees what you're trying to do and they help you elevate, you, you can't ask for anything more. I took what they gave me and try to do what I can do best. You know right. what I mean? And yeah. I'm sitting here today from the lessons that I've learned from these people that have been doing it for 
10, 15 years. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. And learn what they did wrong and what they did right and taking it and trying to, you know, make what I do. Now, I'm not going to say I've, I haven't done everything right. Yeah. But that's my own journey that I have to learn from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Learning the faults that I make, wrongs that I do, make them right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's... Yo, thank you so much for bringing that up because that's the fact of the matter. We're all just on our journey. We have to fail so that we can succeed. Mm -hmm. If you don't fail, you don't know what to do right next time. You know what I'm saying? You don't know the right from the wrong. We have a learning curve that we all have to process. Yes. It's just how you go through it. Correct. And we all have a different way that we're going through, going through it. Like when I talk to people and they're struggling and I'm struggling, I'm like, we're in the same book different page right. you know what i'm saying we're all in that same yep. fucking book it's just we're all on a different page trying to figure it out we're all trying to get to the last chapter it's just how do you get to that chapter mm -hmm. um and you know with you guys both being i know you you say rap but like you're kind of more everything else as well so yeah. i like to call that flowetry because yeah. i feel like it encompasses all yeah. so it's like you can do like afro beats you could do rapping you yeah. could do whatever harmonizing cadences yeah. all that um but I, kind of looping it into the hip hop scene, you know, and like from myself being, I'm also a spoken word poet. So since I've known SK since high school, I've been writing poetry since before I knew SK in high school, I've been writing poetry. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a motivation of me to start loving hip hop and music. Um, some of my biggest influences being like Nas, Lauren Hill, Erica Badu, um, J Cole, uh, the list goes on. But um how do you guys feel like what you're creating, what you're doing, the project that you're going to drop? Um, how is this affecting the hip hop community in Boston? Because, you know, the Boston scene, people like to hate on it. Some people like to love it. There's a lot of different opinions. Yeah. But what you guys are creating together, just kind of like what is that putting out to our community in Boston? I think that it should be adding something to the community. You know what I mean? Just another set of music or Another set of eyes, people just looking into Boston. You know what I mean? Because I'm not going to lie. This is one of the, I'm not really like, when I finish projects, it'd be like, whatever, okay, I record. But this project right here I've been working on for like the past nine months with SK, I could proudly say like, I'm really, really proud of this project. Yes. And I haven't felt like this about all my projects. You know what I mean? But this one, six songs. I feel like every single song is just like one of them ones. You feel yes. me? If the city ain't, gravitating towards this or latching on to this, then I don't fucking know what else to, you know? Hey. But this is, this is definitely adding something to the city. I think it's going to be special for the city. And I just got to say, sorry, before you make your comment, Sean, um, you said nine months you've been working on this, right? This yeah. is like literally your baby. Exactly. And that's, that's not even an exaggeration. Like you have been putting your time, your effort, your energy, your love, and you've been building this until it comes to fruition. Mm -hmm. um, that's like how I feel about my podcast. Like when I see the end results of creating a show, mm -hmm. it gives you this joy, like, yo, that's why I put all my effort into it. That's why the hard days sucked. That's why I, I struggled. That's why I this. That's why I that to get to that moment where you're like, yo, I fucking love this art I created. And it's going to show, too. Yeah. It's definitely going to show. Yeah, it's going to show. Um, and, you know, SK, like, how do you feel like you're producing or Capo's music is adding to our Boston scene? Um, I think it's it's not the norm. I think we're stepping out of what people are used to hearing. Facts. Meaning in the same in the same template of people doing the same stuff over and over again. Mm. We're making our own sound, our own lane to the point where, like you said, we're adding to the scene. But yeah. we're also showing people that you don't have to stay in that in that lane that everyone else is in to make something great. Okay. You know what I mean? So what can the people expect from this? What kind of like... It's, 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 this is like 
this is the beginning of something great. Mm. Like this is just the start of how we're portraying ourselves to the world, including yeah. into Massachusetts and Boston. But it uh, it's showing people, you know, you don't have to be in that norm. You don't have to do all this stuff to look fly. You don't have to be clout chasing. Mm. If you, you if you man. put the hard work in and you put the Talk that shit. if you mm -hmm. put the stuff in that you really believe that you can do, anything's possible. Hundred percent, anything's possible. Um, and I just it's just hard work, determination, making shit happen. And you know, like he said, if 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 boss doesn't if boss doesn't fuck with it, which I know they will fuck with it, it is what it is. Because I know what I have, and he knows what he has. Yeah. And eventually, people are gonna come back around and be like, "Okay, I see what you're doing." It might not hit right when it drops. It might not hit three months from now. It might not hit a year later. It might hit two, three years later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Two, three years later. Excuse me. But you know, it's it's gonna hit regardless. Right. You know what I mean? And this is just the start of where we want to put our careers at. Yes. Well, we are super excited to see the project dropping in April. Um, and you know, guys, like it's it's dope to see two people coming together. Um, something like No Pass being dropped in the city, um, especially in the next like couple months. We need new music. Mm -hmm. We need new heat. The summer's coming. coming. That's what we're looking for. It's coming. You know, it's coming. Um, but along with the heat, along with the the dope music, and like I've been saying this whole time, and like we've all, I feel like, been repeating in our own ways. It comes from the motivation. Yep. And, and at least my motivation came from struggle. I have openly talked about on the show that I've struggled with anxiety, depression, um, self-doubt, uh, just, you know, not not believing myself, no self-love, growing up in bad situations, bad relationships, and informing a mold of myself that, you know— was not what I felt on the inside. Mm -hmm. And then I had to push through that and be like, okay, so how do I reverse this? And how do I come out on the other side? Um, and you know, like Kappa, when I'm reading your bio and I'm listening to your music, I see that, you know, the environment that you grew up in played a lot into your lyrics and, and how you are as a person in general. For sure, for sure. Can you kind of elaborate a little on how you were raised, what you came up and how that affected you? Yeah, it'll take- If you don't mind. To really explain, but I'll get into like a couple of details and stuff like that. I was raised with like huge family, like single mother, six brothers, yeah, three, you know, six sisters, three brothers, like a big family. You got like, a full house. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we grew up like pretty tough, pretty parvish, three to a bedroom, like type situations. You know what I'm saying? Like homelessness. I went through a lot of stuff. Even these two probably don't know about. I haven't really. You know, got to dig really into deep into it, but I grew up like tough situations, like losing family and friends to like the jail system, street violence, yeah. all that type of different stuff. So yeah. Yeah, and you know. But as I got into the music, that was something that really helped me like release all those emotions and stuff that I had built up because I didn't really know how to talk to nobody about what I'm going through. You feel me? Everybody else thought I was cool, happy. Oh, Chess, he played ball. He's this, he's this. but I was really going through some real life situations and stuff like that. So yeah. And it's, it's those things that build the character and the artist within you. The things mm -hmm. that, you know, and shout out you. Thank you for even, like, saying that on the yeah, show. Man. I know um, a whole bunch of people probably going through the same type of stuff. You feel me? I'm so proud of where I am now. You feel me? So it's like... And that, that's what it's about, being an example, showing, like, other young men who are in the city who are raised in the same situation you were raised in. If you have a dream, it can still be possible just because you're going through poverty or struggle or homelessness or anything in between that you could never even explain to us because only we can live our stories. Mm -hmm. um, you know, 
that's the motivation for others to be like, yo, if he can do it, I can do it. You know, if you guys can, you know, be two names that no one heard of who came out of a city who struggled through this and that. And then in 10 years, they're like, oh, all right, right. SK, okay, we got you. Like, you know, it comes back around and it's just about pushing through it and, and becoming who that the seed is that you were supposed to be, which is where I feel like you're at now. Yeah, so I just want to shout you out for being like yeah. such a dope person. And we're not even at the prime yet. You feel me? We still working. Hey, can we're you repeat showing, that? We're not even at my prime yet. He's not me? even at his prime yet. Y'all working. heard? We're still scratching the surface with all this stuff. So Facts. there's a lot more to come. A lot of more dope shit to come. Dope. Yeah. Um, and you know, same for you, SK, if you want to put your input on that. Uh, struggling. I mean, I, I didn't live the way he lived. I was more of suburbia, white middle class. But I can speak on depression and, and self doubt. Um, I still deal with it today. I ain't gonna lie. Same. It's sure. it's it's tough to you know wake up every day and 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 try to sh- you know show yourself this is what you really can do. Yeah. Um, and depression is really something that can really cripple you. I know from experience it's it's not fun. You know, Fact. depression will hit you most of the days, and sometimes you gotta. Get yourself out of there. Dig yourself out of that hole. But there is a silver lining to everything you do. You know what I mean. There is a reason why God put you in this in this in this plan in this way that you're you're working in your life. You know what I mean. So I think every everything has a reason. Everything you know happens for a reason. Excuse me. Yeah. And um, you know it, it's it's been a struggle, but every day is brighter than the next. You know what I mean. Sure. Yeah. So it's just all about working out of it, making sure that you stay focused, keep your head down, keep doing what you're doing, and if you believe in yourself. A lot of things can happen for yourself. Hey, that's what we love to hear on the show. We love to hear it. If you can, you know, believe in yourself, if you can put the time, the effort and energy, anything can happen. Anything is possible. Anyone who is telling you otherwise is a liar. Don't let them trick you. Don't let them change your mindset. Um, You have to know what's good for you. You know, as SK knows, as Capo knows, you know, there is a, a certain process you have to go through to find you. And it's okay to admit you're not okay and you're still on that process. I'm not okay and I'm still on that process. So, you know, anyone listening in, it's just, it's, it's, it's okay to not be okay. Just want to put that out there. Um, because it creates the best art sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, learned, I've learned a lot about him through his stuff that he's recorded on my stuff mm-hmm. that yeah. I would never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that tells you a lot about a person without them explaining to the explaining themselves to you about what's going on it's like a therapy session without having to go sit on a couch with somebody and like literally talk about your whole life hey, and pay money dollars yeah. And, yeah, and, and tell someone about their life that they don't really care about probably yeah it's i mean like i wouldn't say they don't therapy. care about you but yeah but it, there's a different there's a different outlet in this world now than going to therapy yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i wish people you know younger younger generations really use that to their advantage yeah. They don't really need to talk to someone. I, you know, if they need to talk to someone, it's always I'd, great to talk to. People. Still great yeah. to talk to someone, but Facts. you can always confine somebody, and it doesn't have to be a professional. Yeah, I think the main thing is talking. Like exactly. that is the main point. Like anybody who is struggling, talk about it. Whether Send it's it to your chest. mom, your best friend, your girl, a stranger. Um, as long as they're willing to listen and you're willing to talk, mm-hmm. like it's always good to put it out there. I like to be as open as possible because then. Being open gives other people the opportunity to be open, you know, so that's all we can do. And through music, that's really what you guys are doing as well. Like Mm -hmm. you opening up about, you know, your struggles and through your lyrics and explaining all that, like that opened Sean's eyes, that opened Mm -hmm. my eyes and that will open hundreds of other people's um, 
eyes to the same thing, you know, like we can all come up. Mm -hmm. So I just appreciate you guys, everything you're doing around the city. Um, And, you know, you both kind of have similar styles, but different styles. So I'm just wondering, you know, as you were raised or till today, whatever, who are your biggest musical inspirations um, or your favorite artists growing up, favorite, whatever? Like, who is the biggest one on your art? I have a whole bunch. <laughs> like, because, like I said, I, ho- yeah. I listen to a whole bunch of music, I whole different the same genres. Way. I name like six at a time. But some <laughs> of like, the people that I know for sure, like, I was listening to a lot growing up, were like Kanye West, 50 Cent, Hell yeah. di- di- Diplomats, you feel me? Who else? Like, Wayne, for sure. Lil Wayne's a you know, legend Nate till Dog. this day. Nate Dog, yeah, okay. You know, Ty Dolla Sign, like a whole bunch of like different yeah. artists that got whole different cadences and stuff like that. Biggie, Pac, obviously, Drake. But yeah, I was listening to a lot of people. Myself, uh, Kanye. I think Kanye did a lot for me. Kid Cudi did a lot, a lot for me I'm back in high school. Cudi went outside of the box. Yo, I'm not you. That Cudi, Cudi, That's Cudi. when I knew me, you, Sean. Me, me and her, <laughs> when, we, we, when, we know, when we seen each other around, somehow Cudi would always be playing. Um, we were obsessed and, and, and I think that was the part of where we were depressed and we weren't happy with our lives mm-hmm. and Cuddy brought us out a lot of people don't like his music but it spoke to me spoke to her she yeah. can speak for herself yeah um, uh, I would say the locks I would say uh, shout out to John Glass again to all those the Nowhere Studios No Mas Free Team they 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 put an inspiration in me to be like making music that I love. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Um, Biggie Pac, like all all old school stuff. Like mm-hmm. I think I have an old soul. Like when I started listening to music, I listened to the Beatles. Hey. And then from there, it made me a little, a little, you know, because a lot of people be like, "Oh, this band's better." I'm like, "No, no, yeah. no, no." The Beatles are the best band yeah. in the world. You know what yeah, I mean? Facts. Somehow that landed me towards hip hop. Learning about Tupac. I remember I was four years old. And I heard Tupac died in 1997. And I cried. I was four years old. Yo, you already knew. I already knew that there was something special about what I heard. You know what I mean? It was, it's stuff like that, that just changes your way. Eminem, man, he changed the culture forever. You know what I'm saying? Not agree with some of the stuff he does now, but what he did to help progress the hip hop. Incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, And then like from your own music, I guess, um, if I could ask. So, Capo, from like music you've created since you've started till Mm -hmm. today. Sean, same with you. Music that you've produced from when before SK was SK till today. Um, What's you guys' favorite songs that you have been on or produced or... Written. <laughs> I can't even answer that question. I can you answer, can't. Couple, you don't have a favorite song. A favorite you song. gotta pick one. I got like a favorite f- five or ten songs. You got a favorite there. album? He's like, nah, I love them all. Probably this next album I'm dropping is gonna be my favorite album. Okay, all right. Yeah, no pass. So y'all my stay tuned album. for that. Then. Stay tuned for no pass. My favorite <laughs> album. Sure. Uh, I've been listening to our project for about four or five months. So you can just imagine I don't listen to anything else. Which you is, have it on repeat? Like you're driving, you're I, eating. I, I, it's I, just like... I did. At one point, I kind of yeah. stopped listening to it now because I've heard it so much. Yeah. Um, there's some songs on there that really hit home where I listen to them every time and it, it gives me chills every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there, There's some other albums too, but like the what we have right now is kind of what I've been focusing on. Okay. I would say Donda. Donda's album was amazing yeah um sonically it was amazing definitely um yeah 
There's a, there's a lot. There's, there's a, lot. a lot. There's a there's lot. lot that there's goes a lot. into it. Yeah, into inspiring us um, and making us, you know, more creative souls. Um, but, you know, besides the album you guys are dropping, do y'all plan to keep working together? Yeah. Should the people expect to see y'all doing things in the yeah, future? We're, we're definitely going to do some more work in the future for sure. Like It would be crazy if we didn't. Yeah. That would make no sense. You yeah. know what I mean? But... Yeah. I'm excited to see some visual. I don't know if you're playing visuals. I've seen some of your music videos before, Capo. So I'm like hoping a visual drops yeah, to yeah. this we one. Got, we got I some visuals. Know. We got some visuals ready Something's to go. Coming. Yeah, we got some visuals ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Um, and, you know, like we talked about and touch base on uh, being an old soul and, um, you know, being different and struggling and, you know, everything that I talked about that I've been through. Um me, myself, I've always felt like an old soul. You know, like I said, For Sean sure. knows me from high Same. school. I'll be at my desk. Right. I'm actually going to whip out the story. I, I wasn't, but I'm going to whip it out. So me and Sean, like I said, we went to uh, SK, went to high school together. And our desks were like right next to each other. And he would always see me. I'd be like at my desk writing poetry in high school. I remember even one time, yo, my teacher called me out. He was like, like I had my phone out I was texting and I was writing a poem he was like yo put your phone away like he got all upset and I was like I'm writing a poem and he was like I don't care put your phone away I was like what so you want me writing in school like I was that girl like I'm over here like right. secretly like writing poems and shit so Sean would see me at my desk writing all this shit and one day he was like yo like like how, like how do you write a poem like why do you write a poem like mm -hmm. and we just we started chopping it up about lyricism and writing That's and dope. why I got into it and why I do like I don't know and I feel like it formed this like connection, this full circle, this full circle of like, right. I never knew that Sean was going to be producing, you know, working under John Glass, Melks, like all these people. And until today, following his own passion to be here. And then me, myself, like I would never imagine having a podcast. And when you see the tables turn and like everyone listening in the background, of the story is like, you do not know the person sitting next to you, the talent that they hold. You can't judge them by, you know, you can't judge a book by their cover. You don't know who someone is until they want to show you or until they can show themselves. So, you know, just be open-minded, no judgment, show love. Um, if there's people who are there for you before you became anything, people who supported you, make sure you give that back. Give it back to them. Give it back to the community. Give it back to yourselves. Um, and that's how I feel about Sean. Like before I started being anything, he was already supporting me, like having artistic conversations. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to shout you out for that. Sure, and you know, when I was in transition of my podcast, Sean was there ready and willing to like help me out. Um, I, saw, I saw what you were trying to do. Yeah. And it's yeah, like you said, since, since then, I think the hip hop thing, a yeah. lot of people don't know there's five elements of hip hop and you really took into a craft of what you really love to hear. And it was more about the culture and anything that really helped you grow as a person mm. and helped you grow as a as a grown woman as you are right now. Hey. You know what I mean? Yo, that was like the biggest compliment I could ever get. <laughs> and I love the way you said it because it was the culture that helped me grow. And it was the people around me. Mm -hmm. And it was the situations and groups that I put myself in. And the lessons I learned mm -hmm. and the failures I had from the age of 15 till now in 2022. Um becoming who I am to be able to do this today. So it's just dope to know that like we all struggled and we're all still struggling, but we're all getting to that next level. And that's what it's about. Like I said, leveling up. Um, but anyways, I completely went off the track of my question. Uh, what do you guys think that it means to you from whatever you've been through in your lives as a producer, as a musician, through the struggle till today, um, to be an old soul in a young world? 
You want to go? What does it mean to be an old soul in young world? I don't know. I would say I have an old soul, too, just because I love old music and I love what the times were like when I was young. Like, growing up, like, how I grew up with, like, my family and friends, like, playing in the backyard, stuff like that. It's just not the same no more. I feel like everybody's just so focused on their phones and Mm -hmm. a bunch of other shit that doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Old soul, young world means to just still grasp that same... That same, those same characteristics like you used to have Facts. in this new world, new generation, I would say. Yes, yo. It's like those values that we lose. Yeah, those morals and values. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, you want an answer for me? Oh, it's your yeah. turn. Yeah. Oh, it's your turn. Old, uh, old soul, new in a in young, a young world. world. Excuse me. Or just in general. Like, what it, is, it, what's it, it mean to be an old soul? It's, it's uh, for me personally, I feel like it's understanding the roots of whatever Ooh. you're doing beforehand. Yeah. Understanding, doing the research, understanding who was before you. Um, really getting a grasp of what's going on in the world today, which is the, the young part, I feel like. Uh, trying to take the stuff that you would learn from the past and bring it to the future and maybe flip it up a little bit. But also trying to get your word out, making people understand uh, what you're really trying to get at. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think the young world, I feel like, is just this, this younger generation that's, my opinion, it's pretty crazy, pretty wild right now. A <laughs> little bit, just but, a little bit. But I feel like the old soul part is is you taking what you've learned and relating it to them so they can understand what you're trying to talk about. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. And you know, in different ways, we're all kind of doing that because we're being examples, you know, mm-hmm. coming from whatever we come from, all different walks of life and creating our, our specific art forms and our pathways and showing others you can do that. Mm-hmm. You can do it, too. You can do that shit, too. Um, and, you know, guys listening in, you know, shout out yourself. Shout out you uh, for being a motivated individual. If you've been tuning into Old Soul Young World, um, you know, make sure you check out SK. Make sure you check out Shiz Capo because they have that same type of soul energy that you guys will want to be hearing, that you want for the summer, that you're going to want to enjoy in 2022. Um, can y'all please shout out and let the people know where they can find your music, when they can find the album, when it drops at the end of April. Um, and you know anything going forward any projects you guys got coming out yeah you can find me on any digital streaming platform at Chiz Capo you can find me on IG social media platforms at Chiz underscore Capo uh, we got No Pass dropping April 29th six of the best songs you probably ever heard Eight. in 2022 so far and then after that yeah we're just gonna keep working we got more music coming in June and later in the summer it's gonna be a big year for me tap in Myself, uh, it's S K T H A G R eight everywhere across the board. Twitter, Instagram. You can find me on on any DSP digital, you know, um, digital downloading service or you know any anywhere. Uh, but yeah, no pass coming out and it's gonna you're gonna people are gonna talk about it. people are gonna hear about it. You know what I mean? Y'all gonna hear about it. Y'all gonna know. Thanks. Y'all gonna enjoy it. Um, I might get a little preview, so don't be jealous. But That's it's it. coming, so get ready. You know, you're. And before we log off today, guys, I just want to shout out real quick. If you're tuning in through a visual on a Spotify video or on YouTube, just want to shout out the dope ass sweatsuit I have on. Um, shout out Obstruction of Art, the creator of the sweatsuit. Uh, Deb, she does all of her own printing. She's a locally owned, woman-owned business. Um, make sure you check her out on all platforms, Instagram, social media, N-A-N, obstruction, spelled that way, of art. So uh, she's a dope girl. 
definitely go show support. Um, but again, I just want to shout you guys out for coming on the show. Thank Super you. motivating. Thank you for having us. I appreciate yes. it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. Um, and you know, anything in the in the future that you guys are dropping, make sure you hit me up because oh, we'd know. love to get it yeah, out to the audience. Absolutely. Yes. Um, but you know, guys, the story that Capo has, the story that SK has, and the story that I have, we're all, like I said, same book, different pages. We're all just trying to get to that next place in our life. And how do you do it? By struggling and getting over the struggle to get better. None of us go through life, you know, in an, just an easy way and have nothing coming our, you know, no obstacles, nothing coming our way. It's, uh, it's irrelevant and it's something that we show on social social media that is not real right. so i just want to make sure y'all tap into yourselves internally through your mental health through your lyricism through your music whatever it may be whatever that self-therapy is for you um and make sure you tap in to their new album when it drops at the end of april hey catch me again guys next week on old soul in the young world with your host jesse ellie